You're not going to be successful in fantasy unless you nail those mid-round picks. We'll tell you some of our favorites right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam Azer and Dave Richard here. I love this music. Yeah, Dave's got the theme music going here. Um, it's uh, Yeah, you're not going to be successful, Dave. you got to nail those mid-round picks. At least get a couple of good mid-round picks in there. You know, just get one good mid-round pick. Hey, before you respond, Dave, I do want to tell people about some programming. Next week, we're going to do an Apple Podcast uh, Apple Podcast mailbag. So Apple Podcast review mailbag. Leave us a five-star review in Fantasy Football Today in five with a question, and we'll read it on the show next week. So, Dave, mid-round pick, I'm defining. You can do whatever you want, but I'm going to say round six through nine in a 12-team league. Who are nice. some of your favorites? Yeah. Well, uh, interestingly enough, I don't have a lot of receivers to give you because I just think that position is deep and you can bake in how you draft your receivers into whatever strategy you choose to have, if you choose to have a strategy. But I'm always interested in finding running backs that I think can have some good upside in that round six to nine range, guys that can overcome this dead zone that we've kind of talked about. And two names that jump out at me are Chase Edmonds and Leonard Fournette. I think they'll be the lead backs for their respective teams. Not sure if Edmonds has a chance to score a lot of touchdowns, but I do think he's got a chance to catch a lot of passes. That makes him helpful in PPR. Uh, this is going to be a Kyler Murray-centric offense, but I think Edmonds will get a bump in the playing time they has. And then why would the Bucks bring back Leonard Fournette if they're just going to give Ronald Jones a lot of work? I think Fournette will be the first guy up. Maybe a little bit more of a, of a zero RB type of guy that you'll draft, a, a running back that could be disposable. But I like him. And I also like Michael Carter. We're going to talk about him a ton with the Jets. Now, I've got some quarterbacks, Adam, if you want to hear two quarterbacks that I'm really excited about. Uh, it's both of the, the rookies from last year, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Herbert is someone I'm, I'm kind of sort of targeting. I, I love the, the layout form in L.A., uh, the fact that Joe Lombardi is the offensive coordinator, his track record as a play caller that throws a lot of passes. Brandon Staley, the new head coach, saying that they're going to build all around Justin Herbert. And look at what they did in the draft. They didn't add any serious capital to their run game. I don't know if they really had to. They had Austin Eckler, but Eckler more of a pass catcher than a bull in, in a China shop. I think Justin Herbert's in line to do better. I think he's got room to jump in his efficiency metrics. We'll talk about that down the line. I like him a lot in Burrow. Kind of an easy guy to go with just because they got Jamar Chase in at wide receiver. You saw him throw 40 passes a game through his first 10 games. This is going to be a Bengals team that throws the ball a decent amount, including to its running back, Joe Mixon, who they're saying is going to be a three-down back. Burrow is going to be the star of that offense. I think this is a great range for quarterbacks. I think you'll, you'll see Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson in some drafts, at least right now, based on the draft we did on Wednesday, fall to this range. I don't think you'll see Kyler Murray make it past round five, but it depends. Every league is different in how they draft quarterbacks, but I, I think when you talk about a pretty big tier of of guys who could potentially be elite, there are going to be a lot of quarterbacks in this range. You know, Heath made fun of me a little bit for drafting James Conner, uh, where I drafted him on Wednesday, which was... 58th overall, just before this range yeah. here, second to last, or 59th, second to last. I'm making of, Heath noises here. Yeah, uh. he didn't like it, and you said Chase Edmonds, but my philosophy was that Chase Edmonds is Chase Edmonds, and he didn't really do anything in his audition last year, one game audition against the Dolphins, to change that. I just don't feel like they view him as a lead running back, so I think Connor is the guy who gets more carries, fewer catches, certainly, 
But I think Kenyon Drake had 10 touchdown, 10 rushing touchdowns last year. So I'm hoping for seven to eight for James Conner. I'm hoping for, I don't think he'll get a thousand rushing yards, but maybe a thousand total yards. Um, I think you're counting on touchdowns, right? A light version of Kenyon Drake. Yes, yes. You're counting on those touchdowns. Here's my favorite, or one of my favorite stats on on, on Chase Edmonds. He caught 53 passes last year. He had 850 total yards. He played 48.5% of the snaps. So I think his playing time goes up. I think it'll go way up if James Conner gets hurt. We've seen that happen the past couple of seasons. The the one area, I already said it, the touchdowns, it, it worries me a little bit. But it also makes me, and this is just one more mid-round running back to think about, when you get toward the end of the mid-rounds and you get to the middle of the late rounds, I'm going to put a star next to Kenyon Drake's name. I think that the Raiders have made it clear that they they don't love Josh Jacobs. Drake has that north-south power. We've seen him catch the ball out of the backfield. I bet he's got a good role in that Vegas offense. A lot more mid-round picks to talk about. If you listen to the full-length show, Fantasy Football Today, you can find it on Spotify or anywhere else you're listening to this podcast. And we will talk to you on Monday on Fantasy Football Today in 5.